Truth Response. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> this is the Truth Response. Welcome to the prayer room. We're already having fun. The energy drinks are a-flowing. Let's just say. There's five on the table, right? There's now. five on the table, four of us, and there's only we three of drinking. them drinking it. So <laughs> it's a party already here in the prayer room. It's uh, it's good. It's good. I hope you guys are doing awesome because we're doing awesome because it's podcast day. And that always makes everything awesome. Everything is awesome. Nope. You know, I had never heard that song until Everything the other day, cool. like two weeks, like a week and a half ago. When you're part of the team. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. You haven't Why? seen the Lego movie? Mm-mm. You even have a small child. Why? I don't know. I feel like that's some sort of, sort of sinful activity. But he doesn't like Will Ferrell. Oh. Wait. I don't like Will Ferrell. Is Will Ferrell in the Lego movie? Yeah. Oh, he's the enemy, right? The yeah. evil man. Yeah, I forget. Word you just that. ruined it for me. <laughs> you just ruined the movie for me. <laughs> Didn't ruin anything for you. Actually, does he lose? Does the bad guy lose? Uh, it's a kid's movie. <laughs> so no, nobody loses. <laughs> Everybody's I'd have gotten away with it, too, yeah. if it wasn't for the meddling kids. Yeah. No, it, he's, he's the, well, yeah, I guess it kind of spoils it if I tell you. Yeah, yeah don't, don't tell me. It's okay. Yeah. But now I, if I hear Will Ferrell, then I know that that's the bad guy, so. It's yep. pretty obvious who the bad guy is. Oh, obvious. okay, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. I was actually surprised that that song is done by Tegan and Sarah. And no idea who that is. Somebody. Who I'm surprised that it's done by that person, too. Well, Very. there's somebody else that, that matched up with them, and it's like, those two people got together and did anything together musically? I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was done by Obama Trump? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's as though... Obama and Trump got together and made a policy they both agreed on. Hmm. And it turned out about the same, because I hate the song. So, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We can continue with our book report now. I just really like Chris Pratt. Book report. Yeah. I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. What's he play? He's the main character. He's the hero. It's just... He's the protagonist. It's just super good. That's all. Okay, I'll have to to check it out. It's worth a watch. This is like... As much as you hate Will Ferrell... This uh, has become a... An ad for Lego yeah. movie. There you go. As much as you hate Will Ferrell, he's the bad guy, so it's perfect. You already hate the bad guy. <laughs> you know what? You guys are, are, are bringing me around to this. I, I, I'm i going to have to go watch that this weekend or something. But it's, I don't, I don't even know where to start with it. Like, I mean, the second one I would say is not worth, it's just a bunch of rehash stuff. But mm-hmm. Is that um, the one? No, that's, that's Pixel. Never mind. It, it's so original, though. Like, it's so clever, and it pokes fun at, Little things like, I don't know if you ever had the astronauts. Um, oh yeah, like the space thing. That, it was before they had characters in Lego, but I had like a huge space set, and so I had these astronauts with the space helmets, and every one of them broke right here. Mm. They had a little yeah. crack, and so on the movie you can see the little crack in the helmet <laughs> thing, and it's like it's oh, so I didn't good. Even catch that. That's it's funny. just subtle things like that that the attention to detail. Yeah. yeah, and then and then the way it turns out. Um, like, th- I don't, <laughs> the whole thing is, well, I, I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil it for you, yeah, but sure, sure. the it's way it, it's just so clever yeah. and, and so it's worth watching. Good. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm not a cartoon guy, so I don't, 
I don't endorse. It's funny. Animated. There's been a lot of adults that have said that it's a good movie, and I just have never seen it. I don't endorse I animated it. things easily. Mm, I don't. Think I think we have a a. Never mind. It's probably on a streaming service. I was going to say, do you have a streaming service? Then it's likely that you own it. <laughs> Uh, we do not do illegal things here. Nah, that was... But you know, Maybe not. You know who does do illegal things? Maybe we gave that back. Kane. <laughs> like Kane and the Undertaker from yeah. wrestling? No. WWE? <laughs> that... Kane. Oh, wait, that's Bane. Never mind. <laughs> Bane. Uh, the voice. Uh, never mind. Anyways. Kane, you know he is the mayor of Knoxville? Yeah. May- is it Knoxville or is he governor? No, he's he's mayor. He's, he's yeah. mayor of somewhere, yeah. Yeah, it was Knoxville. He was running when we lived in Tennessee. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. We're going to vote. Around. I'd vote for him just because. <laughs> I, I, I think I did. Yeah. I think I had that opportunity. I was like, hey, let's see what's going I feel happen. like that's what happened right? with Arnold. <laughs> Jesse Devani Ventura was governor of Minnesota. Yeah. And that dude just flat out was nuts, too. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was him being in government that made him lose his marbles or if his marbles were way gone by that time. But that dude, he is definitely living in a camper in the woods somewhere with a radio station, an AM radio station, like wearing a tinfoil hat. Ham, ham radio? Yeah, ham radio. Yeah, he's, he's for sure in that situation right now. And that's why they call us the truth response. Yeah, because we, we do not pull punches. We drop some we Our facts bombs. don't care about your feelings. Wait, no, that's Ben Shapiro. Well, regardless, same thing happens. And two things can be true at once. Yeah, two things can be true at once. He can hold that truth, and we can too. Yeah. But there is only one truth, and we're here to respond to it. That's the premise. Yeah. Let's just see how many things we can steal from other people today. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Trademark things, especially. That's yeah. Hodge twins, you know? Yeah. 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 Still don't know. Yeah. No, they're great. You should look them up. They're hilarious. Yeah, pretty funny. Wait, what twins? The Hodge twins. Oh, yes. I actually do know what that is. Yeah. I just didn't hear you. They are great. Yeah. So we're conservative here <laughs> at the truth response. As you can tell. We are biased. I'm pretty sure the truth is conservative, though. <gasps> but all my bias. To the truth. Oh, dang uh-huh. it. I would say all my bias are K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same. It's not They're the same meaning, not the same definition. Yeah, yeah it is. Nope, it's <laughs> yep. not. It's not yep. the same thing. Yep. Bias in Korean is different. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yep. Finger heart. Anyways, okay. So back to what are we talking about today, Nick? <laughs> you not seen the finger heart? Okay. Okay. It's really awkward in here right now, and I'm sure you feel that. As hey, well. you know this is this is just a grab for audience. You know, like yeah. We've covered all of our bases now. <laughs> I think that we, we've given something, a little bit of something for everybody. Now, what are we actually talking about today? Cane. Which one? Sugar. <laughs> Not sugar cane. Mm. Not cane the wrestler. Wrestler? The wrestler. Enable. Yeah. Cane enable, and then oh. Abel enable. Who, who are brothers. Is that... Is that- <laughs> So, so it's a law Mario firm. Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> they are twins. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Well, because when you talk about Cain in the Bible, it's always Cain and Abel. Yeah. Right? So that's his last name. Yeah. yeah. And then Abel and Abel. That's a law firm. And they uh, bring justice to people <laughs> Abel who have Abel. been abused by their, their family. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about Cain and Abel today. Yeah. Cain mm-hmm. and Abel. What's the question? Well, we're not going to be dealing with the typical who killed who first thing. 
I'm pretty sure that's pretty pretty well laid out in the Bible. Right, Han right. shot first. We all know. Han, Han shot first, and so did Kane. Um, no, uh, you brought up a question today. Yeah, we were, uh, so I was taking my girls to school this morning, and, and my, my oldest daughter, Brooke, she uh, she's very inquisitive, and she likes to ask good questions. Usually she waits till bedtime, because that's right. typically when kids ask life-altering, you know, those really deep, meaningful questions, because... They don't want to go to bed. They don't want to go to bed. <laughs> but this time I was on the way to school, which is, we're still on a crunch for time. You know, it's like 15-minute ride. So she asked it on the, the front end of, of the, the ride, which is pretty good. But she's like, Dad, where'd all the people come from with Cain and Abel? Like, because he went to a city and he had a wife. And like, where'd all those people come from? And I was like, that's a really good question for a 14-year-old girl to want to ask. And uh, it led us on on a, quite the journey for our time, and we'll get to take that journey even farther because the bell doesn't ring at seven fifty for us. Oh man! So <laughs> yeah. So where'd the people come from? Okay, everybody's gonna be silent now. <laughs> yeah. So all of a sudden, aliens, well, definitely aliens. Aliens. Ah, so I the beat truth you to response it. is out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So aliens is definitely one option that some believe, uh-huh. but that's not the one in the Bible. I don't, <laughs> don't think that's really in there. But oh, maybe let's go to the text for a minute. So uh, oh, you want to use the Bible? Let's go to the Bible <laughs> to the actual truth. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to the Bible and just get that section Genesis four, and you have. Yeah, well, we'll just we'll just kind of do the highlights here. So you know what happened? Cain, Abel, they both offer sacrifices to God. There's a lot of question in why was one received and one wasn't received, and I think there's some answer in that. With like, one was given by the very first and the very best. Mm-hmm. The other was just kind of like the oh, here's some stuff that I thought you might like, God. Like I'm gonna give you out of my abundance as opposed to I'm gonna give you out of my first fruit and and what's best. So. You have all that going on. God looks with favor on Abel's offering. God doesn't look with favor on Cain's offering. Cain gets upset and angry and jealous of his brother. He sees his brother out in the field, whacks him with a stone, kills his brother. God intervenes. It's like, yo, what happened to Abel? Cain's like, I don't know. What happened to Abel? I'm not my brother's keeper. God, you don't know what happened. But God knew what happened. And then Cain got really scared and stuff and was like, well... You're going to kill me now because I killed him. And God's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. But there's going to be some stuff that, that happens because there's repercussions for every action. And then in all of that, we read, uh, Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth. And whoever finds me will kill me. It's like, the, who's the whoever there? But the Lord said to him, not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. And the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. And then we all of a sudden, in in verse 17 of chapter 4, Cain made love to his wife. Where did that happen? Where did that come from? And she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, named it after his son Enoch, so on and so forth. So where did Cain get his wife? Where did all the people come from that Cain was afraid of? Because it wasn't just afraid of Adam and Eve. So let's let's take some context clues here. Because 
a lot of people tend to think, a lot of atheists especially, will use this text as in, well, the Bible can't be true, because where'd all the people come from? And the only people that we know of right now are Adam, Eve, Cain, and Abel. Uh-huh. But, but, just because they're the only people spoken of doesn't mean they're the only people. Mm-hmm. What was the reference in the Bible? Uh, Genesis 4. 4. Genesis 4. Mm-hmm. It's after 3, before 5. <laughs> got it, got it. So, what do we know about the world up to this point? There have been two people, and they had babies. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the Garden of Eden. Yep. And then they weren't. Then they weren't, because they did bad. And they had at least two children. And God gave them some curses, right? Mm-hmm. Like God's like, hey, there's repercussions for all these actions. Um, and the curse that speaks to me a little bit in all of this is the one that he gave to the woman. Because what was the curse that he gave to the woman? Pain and childbearing. Pain in childbearing. Now, we're all parents around this table. Maybe some of you who are listening to this are. What happens if you give a repercussion to one of your children that they don't understand? Nothing, right? They don't get the point. Yeah. So here's God offering repercussion for something that if maybe childbirth hadn't happened and had been experienced up to this point, Eve would be like, meh, okay, (laughs) so what? I don't care. Go ahead, God. Like, give me pain and childbearing. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) So to me, God's way smarter than that, and he's a way better parent than any of us are. Even you, Derek, even though you're a good parent and... And you guys have a redhead, so God bless you guys. So I wonder if that's maybe the mark that God gave to Cain. It was, was actually a redhead. Yeah, it was a redhead. He's like, I'm going to give you red hair. Bam! That way people automatically think of the devil when they think of you. So, no, not that your child is the devil. She is lovely. Actually quite well behaved. Yep. Well, they say that that's the, uh, the mark of a good parent is that they're great for everyone else. Yeah. Because you guys are saying that, but you don't know our home life. <laughs> well, she's but you been do. In my class for the last three weeks, and she's been pretty much perfect. So, but as well, for yeah. the other children, that's, hey, that's all that we can ask for. You know, I it's mean, pretty intimidating in there because it's somewhat jungle-like. <laughs> jungle, jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> so. Here's where a lot of questions come up, right? So where's the people? Pain and childbearing. Like, there's repercussions that everyone else will understand in this. So why would God give this repercussion to this woman if she didn't know? Now, this is where some Christian thought gets divided, right? Because you've got the train of thought that is the whole young earth creationist idea that earth uh, creation was seven literal days 24 hour literal days and it has to be that way because nowhere else in the bible is a day translated as anything other than a 24 hour day which is incorrect um so you got a lot of people who hang on to that and that is more like church traditional traditional christianity thought and is what is taught but there is another stream of lesser known christians who are right, by the way. No, I'm, I'm not gonna, I won't go there. 
that have this rec- recognition that, hey, maybe God created things, but he still used this whole billions of years concept. And we did talk about that a little bit way back, I think, on our very, 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 very first episode, uh, which is Lost in the Annals of Time. Wait, is he? No, annals. <laughs> it's probably the annals. That's not correct. Uh, the annals of time. And we're back. <laughs> Mark, keep that one. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. Oh, well. Yep. Anyways, okay. billions of years yeah. theory. So the billions of years theory, which would be uh, the day-age theory. So one day equals an age, and an age can be any number of years. Could it be a couple hundred years, a couple thousand years, a couple million years? And what's a couple million years between friends, really, right? Because right. time, where we're going, we don't need time. That's still, not, that's still time. not right. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we it's don't still need no right. stinking time. Yeah, it's still not right. So we have a, a fossil record that kind of proves out billions of years. We have some scientific research from way back in the early 1900s that points back to a date of creation, which would be several billion years ago, uh, based on math and all kinds of things way beyond my ability to, to really rationalize. But it, it all pulls it all back to one date where something happened, where creation happened. And we know in science that in order for something to be created, there had to be a cause, and that cause had to be bigger than the creation. So we, can, we have to go farther in depth to say, therefore, God. But we'll say, therefore, God, right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what happens. So who's to say that these people that God created in put in, in a land of where things should operate as they were intended, a state of shalom, who's to say that they didn't have children in the garden? And let's rationalize this a little bit too. Like, you've got God's, you've got you've got humanity in its purest form. I'm gonna use the word perfection, although that's not the right word. So you've got a perf, you've got perfect humanity, unscathed, untouched, no no genetic degrade degrade over the course of of years that has occurred at that point. You've got you've got a complete man and a complete woman that were at one time one complete human and are called back together in order to increase, to have children. That, that's what God's first command to them was, right? Increase and multiply was what he said. So if Adam and Eve didn't increase and multiply, they neglected their call. Granted, there was some neglect on the back end then too when they grabbed from the fruit, but they would have immediately neglected their call and would that be sinful behavior? I don't know. Some translations say be fruitful and multiply. So, I mean, if you go that route, yeah. then they really did fill themselves with fruit, and maybe they just misunderstood. I don't know. That's pretty possible, too. So yeah. maybe that's really where everything went wrong. <laughs> just kidding. It was, a, it was a translation <laughs> Derek issue. Derek couldn't wait. He is ready to argue Look, with me. Man, but I'm, I'm, he realized, I'm oh, wait, like, he's just saying dumb things. I'm trying to prepare myself for some devil's advocate stuff. I just don't know where to go at this good. point because this is like all over the place. Yeah, I love I love this. So this is good. Let's keep wearing. I'm gonna keep you on your toes the whole well, like, time. Okay, I have a hard time with that idea because Adam and Eve brought sin into the world, right? Like, correct. So, well, she wasn't named Eve until afterwards, anyways. Right. Okay. Adam and his wife. Right. Adam and his wife brought <laughs> sin into the world. It wasn't even so. Adam, like, it was yeah. It was it was humanity, which is Adama. Right in the Hebrew, and then it then all of a sudden it became Ish and Isha, 
Yeah, so but Ish I don't is, think that... Ish is man and Isha is woman. Adama is human. I don't think it's that poetic in this section of the Bible, though. Like, I mean, I know it's poetic in 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 parts, but yeah. like, it seems to be talking about specific people, Adam and Eve, like these two people. Sure, not necessarily like the generalized topic of humanity. But wouldn't they be the generalized topic of Not humanity? Not if they had kids and have been multiplying. But in the very beginning, they would have been the generalized topic <laughs> of humanity because there would have been no other human. Right, but you're saying the the thought process behind this is yeah. that there's other there would then be other kids and people in the garden at this time too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is I'm I I I think and that's I don't know, that really degrades what I'm going to say. I believe <laughs> I believe based on just other other others that have the same train of thought and others that I've spoken with and uh, there's another train of thought too about where other people came from and we'll get to that in a moment, which is still somewhat yeah. biblical. Um, but I believe that especially when we get get later on um, into some of the pastoral letters, where it talks about where where Paul talks about sin entering the world through one man, and then one man, the the new Adam coming and atoning for that sin, who is Jesus. Um, if everything seems like it had to come from that one human being, or though that it, it was, it was one human, it was humanity, Adama, and then it was the man and the woman, Ish and Isha, and then their command increase, multiply, rule over, subdue. And if if we're talking in a world in which everything is meant to work as it's supposed to, and if we're talking about two, again, I'm going to use the word perfect, two perfect beings, the perfect man, the perfect woman, genetically perfect, they, they own all of the genetic coding that exists in all of humanity right now at that moment. And this is something that even young earth creationists will argue for. Uh, they own all of that genetic coding, yep. and they have have these children together. Who, who's to say, one, that child childbearing is nine months? And if it's not painful, and there's like, man, I ain't got to pay for this kid to go to college. Like, you're not worried <laughs> about that at that point. You're just having kids, right? It's awesome. Man and woman naked have no shame. They're having kids. Like, Everything is working in harmony. It's the, they live in this lush, fruitful, like there's no winter, there's no scorching heat. Everything is perfect. And I say that loosely. Everything is as it should be. Uh, they can feed themselves as much as they want. Like you don't have some of these constraints that we have in the world today. So if they have that, just think about per, perhaps how rapidly they could multiply. How, Maybe it's not even them giving birth to a single child. We think of of that as most common in our world culture today. But what if what if it's it was possible for a woman at that point to carry six or seven or eight or nine or ten kids and give natural birth to them in in harmony in a, in a in an appropriate way without the fear of death wasn't a thing at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, without the threat of death looming over her or hemorrhaging or or stillborn or any of that kind of stuff like just think about all of that rationalize try to rationalize even some of some of what could be happening in the garden of eden at that point that we neglect a lot 
And I know we're maybe looking a little too deep into the garden, but maybe we need to at some at times. Um, so up to that point, what what was possible? I don't know. Yeah. Anything, anything was possible with humanity at that mm-hmm. point. Um, well, other... yeah, for for humanity that's literally walking with God, right? I mean, like he's actually present yeah. with them. You yeah. Know. And now I know that's going to lead you to your next question, but before I get to that next question, I want to I want to throw out one other theory that we have. And and I I don't argue this, but I spoke to uh, one of one of my Old Testament professors about this, and he said, "Well, what if God just created more people?" I mean, is that possible? Like he created Adam and Eve, put him in the garden, and then sure. whoop, he just created more people. Is that outside of the realm of possibility? I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. I don't like that. And just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not it's not correct. But then I go back to that those pastoral letters and sin entered through one man. If God created other humans like out of the dust or raised them up as he raised up the man and the woman, I just feel like there's a disconnect in in that statement then of it entered through one man, it was restored through one man who is God himself. Ah. I don't know. I have a problem with that. But again, that's another theory that's out there with where where potentially these people all came from. And that's pretty much it. I mean, barring aliens, yeah. which some people well, do subscribe to. I'm looking there's at you, also the, the theory, like the whole... Well, I guess that goes along with that theory, too. The whole Lilith thing and having Lilith was created first in the garden and all of that and i guess that goes along with god having created other mm-hmm. other people yeah just then but like that or after the garden it was still just adam and eve who then had a bunch of kids who then ended up populating the world yeah. and you've also got to take into consideration this is <clears throat> this is being written long after yeah like, this is looking back. So all of these places, anytime they name somewhere, mm-hmm. it's it's probably not named whenever it first happened. Yeah. I mean, they may have named it then, but, like, they're looking back on these places, and they inhabited the land of whatever, and they yeah. inhabited this area, or they went to the place of here, you know? Like, it's, it's being looked back on, yep. just like we would in history. Like, you know, we might, we call this America, but, mm-hmm. you know, or... United States, but this wasn't always the United States, you know. Right. So, um, so they're they're looking back on it when writing this, right? And and naming some of these places too, right? So. Yep. Yeah, so so that, that's significant, and there's what what we have to get to. I think you know the truth in all of this, and and we'll reiterate this a couple times is that there can there is a biblical answer for this, and just because the Bible doesn't clearly lay it out, doesn't mean that it's not the tr- the truth isn't in all of this. Um, doesn't mean you have to conform automatically to other like evolutionary forms and there there are some christian scholars and theologians who argue that why couldn't evolution be a product of god as well 
And I think in, in some ways it is, but we also see that, you know, in evolution and science, science shows that, that, that things don't evolve beyond their kind. When we, when we read that God creates in their kind, we see things come from that kind. You see uh, a dog, and a dog is a Shih Tzu and a German Shepherd and a Beagle and a, a Dachshund and a Chihuahua, like, even though that can't really even be considered a dog. Like, it's still, it's still a canine, right? And cats, the same thing. Like, you've got a mountain lion and you've got a house cat, right? You've got angry cat or whatever, grumpy cat, right? They're the same. They're, they're a kind. Well, the hairless ones. <laughs> but Yeah, they're creepy, right? They're a kind. Rats. So in the beginning when God created, he created according to kinds. It doesn't say he created all of these these subspecies and subgenres. He created a kind. And same thing possible with humanity. Like from Adam and Eve, it also stemmed people that look different as well. And and that's where some of that quote unquote evolution took place with you've got a a people that live in Africa who became dark skinned. You've got a people who live in Asia who have slanty eyes and are yellowy, right? You've got Native Americans who are brown and red appearing, right? So you've got all of these people groups then that that began and through the the ba- through the Tower of Babel, and that's a story for another day. We may have even talked about that at some point. I don't know. Um, but you've got through the Tower of Babel where God separates out these people groups, and now all of a sudden you begin to lessen the genetic diversity, the genetic pool in which children are coming from. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then another, another thing to look at later on, because, okay, so here's your, here's your next question, um, which is then, well, dude, that means if all these kids came from Adam and Eve, that brothers and sisters were shacking up, like, and getting married and having kids. That's gross, and that's wrong. And... In our culture and context, guess what? That's gross and that's wrong. But look back to perfect genetics or semi, you know, almost perfect genetics. It wasn't necessarily gross and wrong at that point. And you have a point in the Bible a little bit later on in uh, it's still in the Pentateuch. You have that clear, clear defining moment when God said, don't do that anymore. Like, don't you don't shack up with your brother or your sister um, it can go as far as your cousins, right? Because at that point, they're still considered to be some genetic, genetic okayness, purity. Um, so you're not gonna have deformities or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so you see that you see God draw that line in the sand too, which to me is another one of those like little flashy lights, which is pointing back to saying, "Hey, this was permissible and acceptable at one point." And God saw that and was cool with that because you weren't seeing the genetic degradation happening. It was happening and it was accelerating, but you weren't seeing it happen in a way that was detrimental to humanity or, or, or to life beyond that. Or just another option to kind of put out there um, would be that maybe God just was okay with it. It wasn't degrading. It wasn't mm-hmm. you know genetically doing anything wrong. That it just at some point, mm-hmm. it no longer was a thing. Kind of right. like life expectancy. Right. Like, 
we don't live 900 years right. or 700 years or 500 years, but clearly the Bible talks about people living that long mm-hmm. and it being normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. it wasn't a surprise. Now, the 900 mark was a little bit on the older side, right. you know, but but it seems as though five, 600 years was nothing. Like right. it was a normal length of time. So, I mean, we don't... We're not in the same place, right? For sure, now as they were then. Right. So it's possible that because God did say, you know, okay, after this, nobody's going to live past like 125 or whatever right. the age was, you know. Right. And so maybe God just decided, okay, that's it, yep. you know, like now you are no longer to do this. Right. And and it wasn't that it was actually degrading anything, right. that that was maybe how it was created so that we could get to a point where right. we could multiply, in a a different fashion. Right. Right. I just want to throw it on different. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. So, so when, when we begin to blow up timelines, when we begin to, I know we're still, we're looking a little bit deeper into maybe some of the stuff that, that Genesis wasn't pointed. It wasn't given for us to, to look at it as it's not necessarily about the when and the how, but it's about the who and the why. So I know we're extrapolating some of the when and the how out of a book that is speaking to the who and the why. People in the, I don't know, when did, when did Moses author this? 2500 BC? Like, is that, is that, that the time frame? Some, somewhere around there. Like, so people back in 2500 BC, people back in 2000 BC, they weren't asking questions like, so speak to me about genetic code and genetic degradation. Like, they weren't asking those questions. That, that didn't matter to them. What mattered to them was, was who am I and why am I and where do I come from? And the Bible speaks directly to that. The other thing that we find is that in Genesis, you do find some, uh, some insinuation back to some other, uh, other traditional pagan thought for creationism as well. We talked a little bit about this with Dale uh, a few episodes back about how the Bible is a direct assault on a lot of these other uh, pagan thoughts and other, other ideas and uh, other forms of, uh, of rendering and reckoning, reconciling creationism. You might even think of it as, like, when we write a paper, we, a lot of times, like, if you write a big paper, right, you got to give some credentials. Like, you, you got to give, why, why should we listen to you on yeah. this? And I feel like a lot of the Bible could also speak to that, that, okay, this is why God has, and, and for you to, to, to see God has having his credentials of like, he's worth listening to, Mm -hmm. you know, this is what he has done. Mm -hmm. This is his proof of this is, this is why he's an expert on this. Or, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. almost, almost speaking to that in, in their life, because look at where they were, they were getting ready to go into the, the land of Egypt, right? Whenever he was, Moses was writing all this stuff, mm-hmm. or not into the land of Egypt, he was coming out of the land of Egypt, and they were getting ready to go in to the land promised to them. Um, so, like, he's saying, okay, God did all of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's definitely the point I, I wanted to make before we got too crazy into some of some of the thoughts, is that mm-hmm. that that part doesn't matter as much as God created Mm-hmm. everything that's that's really the point of the text in a lot of that right this is definitely a side thing that is 
speculation. Yeah. A lot, a lot more than, I guess, a truth, which is hard. Yeah, and and that's okay. It, but it it's also we got we have to approach it all with a, an open mind. Right. And and what happens on both sides of the aisle, whether you're an atheist or a theist or a devout believer in in the in the Christian God, we've got to recognize is is that we can't close our minds off to what other people are saying and arguing. And there are going to be gaps in all of those arguments that you can, you can yeah, but, but on the other side of that, this, I mean, it, just because you believe in millions of years, just because you, you are wondering where all the people came from, it doesn't mean there's not a biblical explanation for it. And we should also be curious enough as followers to want to know to want to ask some of those hard questions and, and, and to challenge our faith from time to time with, okay, can this be really be true? We've got, we've got a science that tells us that, that the universe is billions of years old. We've got a science that tells us that the earth is billions of years old. We've got a... F- you just said the same thing You just twice. said the same thing. You just I said repeated. universe and then earth. Oh. Right. So the universe was created first... Okay. And then the Earth. It sounded like you said the exact same thing twice. To me. Did I say yeah. the exact same thing twice? <laughs> Mark, if I you did, said universe and change Earth. it anyway. But yeah, I was like, so, wait, did so. I just get caught in a loop? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was like, I was just weirded out. Like, we get I'm, caught in these time loops and we relive <laughs> these moments over and over again. Yeah, time travel. Yeah, we just time traveled, and you were a part of that too, podcast people. That was awesome. Sometime in the future, you will be. Yeah. Dun dun oh. dun. Mind blown. You're currently living in our past. So I don't subscribe to the day-age theory. Okay. Um, I don't have a problem with you subscribing to it, and um, I don't. Th- I I don't think anything's impossible. Right. Um, but I also don't think that the seven-day theory is impossible. Right. Um, and I. I mean, the explanation of the Earth looking. The Earth appearing mm-hmm. to be mature. I mean, God didn't create babies and place them in the garden. Right. He didn't. He didn't fill the Earth with right. saplings or, um, you know, rocks that weren't worn yet. He created the Earth mid mid um, growth cycle. I mean, as, yeah, as, he, mature. For, yeah, mature. mature. Yeah, mature. Yeah, mature. That's probably a good way yeah. to say it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean he he created mature adult animals, he created mature adult people, yep. he created uh why 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 would we think that he couldn't just create the earth yeah. that way? So that's that's part of it. And then of course you have the the um the intense pressure that the flood, the global mm-hmm. flood caused, which, you know, some people don't even believe that's real. They right. believe that that's sort of a regional. regional. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I get that, but, um, you know, and, and, you know, you have the, you have the dinosaur issue. Okay. So did did dinosaurs exist with man and there's no reason to think that couldn't have happened. Right. And there were room, there was room for the dinosaurs on the ark. Maybe not all of the dinosaurs that we have, but according to kind, um, there's actually room for the dinosaurs to have been on the ark. Uh, the ones that would have needed to be. Yeah. I mean, in, Um, in Florida, we we have some of those living dinosaurs, right? With alligators. Mm-hmm. I mean, gators, crocodiles are considered some of the 
some of those those creatures that have existed for a long time dinosaur-esque sure yeah i always think that it's also an option that god just created the earth with the bones of dinosaurs in it too because of the fact that it's it's a mature earth you know like it's got some history and god created everything god created constellations right like god created all this beauty in the expanse of of this this giant space and for for what purpose Mm -hmm. you know like for what purpose just because because it's because he's an artist awesome you know like Yeah. yeah So the same reason an artist would put those kind of details in details, yeah. right? But then you know you look at Job, which was uh, this this the the story of Job is contemporary with you know early Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, most most scholars agree that. Yep. Um, and some of the creatures that Job describes in yep. those later chapters, I'm like, Leviathan, Behemoth. That, yeah, mm-hmm. they look to me like dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I have a Bible college professor who who taught like no, it's yeah. a hippopotamus, it's a crocodile, you know. But yeah. I'm like, if I read that and I think crocodile, like eh. some of the language that they used to yeah. describe a crocodile, like crocodiles aren't that impressive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's other things that are still alive today that are more impressive than you know. I yeah. would say why not the blue whale? Yeah, you know, that that kind of thing. So anyway, it just um, I feel like dinosaurs could have easily coexisted with man, even though that goes against scientific theories. Mm -hmm. There's also, um, you know, evolutionary theory itself Mm -hmm. has kind of, has kind of imploded. Yeah. I mean, what, what was commonly thought as just, this is just the way it is, is now looked at and it's like, yeah, that's not exactly um, the way it went down. Carbon dating has been, has been shown time and time again to be like, okay, this clearly can be um, subjective. Can, yeah, <laughs> it clearly can be interpreted. Pepsi in many can ways. that's seventeen billion years old. Yeah, so I don't, I don't have a problem with the day age theory. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Like I think God, I think God, if you take it completely literally, God was well within capability, and I think the evidence can support that just as easily. So yeah. anyway, I, for whatever I, it's worth, I, I just take that out there. Yeah, to make like to make the point of it doesn't matter and right. and that's day, I don't think that the Bible talks it. and that's what I would say I would say I don't think the Bible points towards any of this right. I don't think that the Bible does have an answer for this because it's not written for that yeah it's not written for that purpose it's not it, it was written to show God created it mm-hmm. no questions asked right like that that it is here people like this is God created everything because he is powerful enough that he can speak. And it's created. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think that it uh, it is made to address a day theory, an age theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did all these billions of people come from? God, God created them. Mm-hmm. He he spoke it into existence. Yeah. He created you from dust. He ripped a rib out of Adam while he was asleep. Made Eve. Like I I don't think that it does give us an actual answer. I mean, we can make all these theories all we want to, but yeah. I don't think that was what the point of Genesis was. No, again, it's not about the how or. Or the when. It's about the who and the why. This is this is who did it, God. This right. is why he did it. This is and this is who we are. Right. We are his image bearers. And um, I, I love that. I love that we can we can have two s- different perspectives on maybe where all this how all this happened. But I I do 
stand on that, what you said, that he's God. He can do it however he wanted to, and he he could do it in seven literal days if he wanted to, or he could do it in 14 billion years if he wanted to. Like, Well, and in honesty, that's why whenever somebody is discussing evolution with me and proving trying to prove God's non-existence, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let, let's say God did create life through evolution. I don't believe that that's what he did, mm-hmm. but let's say that God created life to go through evolution to get to this point Mm -hmm. now what you know like like let's 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 think about it that way what if that is what god did you know and so it doesn't it allows you that open-mindedness allows you to to reach the topic that actually is the point yeah yeah i've i the cool thing is is we have a more holistic idea of of creation and where we've come from than any other atheist does because their their creation stops at a point ours goes all the way back to the very beginning no matter what you believe you have to trace it back to to an origin right and and you can follow science to a point but there's a point where you have to take it on faith because no one was there to record it right we didn't exist yet right you know to me i would much rather put my faith and my trust for all of my life and, and what I believe is eternity yep. um, in a loving, personal, uh, redemptive, all-powerful, all-knowing being than a big ball of gas that exploded. Right. And, and everything just so happened, right? Right. Like the just so happened is it takes the a lot more faith than believing. In God. Yeah, is yeah. The, the just so happened is the part where it's like, yeah. Oh, oh I, well, I love Frank Turek, so right? What's the what's the title of his uh, of his book and everything? I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Yeah. So I love that because man, you do almost have to have more faith, and yet the crazy thing is you have to have more faith in humanity <laughs> than anything else in order to. To be an atheist. Well, and, and going down that path of the, you know, you only go back so far. Um, I mean, yeah, just so happened in our universe. I mean, you could even go, someone could go that far as like, our universe exists alongside a par- bunch of parallel universes, and ours is the one we're living in. Ours is the only one we can currently measure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and ours, it just so happened to do that. But what was the initial cause? Like that's when you get to that point, it's like what what initially caused it? Because you can't you can't have an infinite number of days in the past. That's yeah. not we we've disproven that because you can't add one to infinity and it's yep you know not only would it make your brain break but it breaks logic you know yeah so well, and the universe is decaying right you know there's entropy right so mm-hmm. it you know it can't be infinite because right it had to start somewhere yeah. And that's what can be measured. Like there is, there is tangible science that measures that, and it measures it back to a time. And and I I get that that may not, like we might not be able to agree on that time, but it still it still brings it back to a place where it all had to start right here. Mm-hmm. And and then you got all these other cockamamie ideas like multiverse that exists and and uh the other thing <laughs> that's that, the one he just threw out by yeah, the way. yeah. <laughs> and the other the other one which is like it's like wavelength it's this wavelength theory where everything it it, it has its its point and then it it expands and then it entropies and comes back to that same point and then it expands and it entropies it comes back it's like this wavelength thing but then it's still like where did it all start 
right? Like who put it all in motion because something had to put it all in motion at some point. It didn't just happen. Like things don't just happen. So, yeah. Back to people. People. It's not the point. People. It's not the point. This wasn't the point of Genesis. No. So like it as interesting as it is to think about and a question that absolutely gets asked i'm sure a ton you know i mean even even within evolution you'd have to think well at some point in time there was one human Mm -hmm. i mean they didn't just all decide to evolve at the same exact time you know what i mean like or two humans you know or, or whatever like it wasn't a mass evolution if you subscribe to that theory yeah so like at some point in history, it had to have been, yeah. you know, that that brothers and sisters, as nasty as it is to think of today, would have had to have, in order to have multiplied. It yeah. wouldn't have been nasty to them because they haven't been programmed that way. Right. We are programmed that way. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's... It's, it's nasty for us to think us, about because of that. Yeah, yeah, it's put in us from the very beginning that <clears throat> that's not acceptable. And at some point, like you said, you know, God said, all right. It's enough. And I think the earth had reached a critical mass. Mm -hmm. You know, the population had reached a critical mass. It was no longer uh, necessary. Just Mm -hmm. like other things that have happened in the history that God has used for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And then it was no longer needed. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, there's one important question that we have not talked about that I think we're overlooking and that is... What's for lunch? Did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> Imagine if they did You know what? And then they have a child, and they're like, there's a hole in my kid. I would say, I would say yes. And, and I understand why, why I someone like I would say no. At you. <laughs> but I would say, I would say yes because, like you, you suggested earlier with the Earth, like, they were created mature. It doesn't mean they... they wouldn't look like it had they grown up, you know, because I mean, would it be an innie or an Audi? That does that matter? <laughs> maybe, fi- maybe Audi Adam fi- had one matter, and Eve had the kidding. other, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Adam had an Audi because that's where he got the rib out of, and then Eve, wait, no, he created another rib that wouldn't work. It's probably it. Wow, belly button, belly button, theory. belly button, belly button theory. You know, one of the things that I really like that you guys said few minutes ago was the whole artistic aspect of god of who he is because yeah. he he you know man you go out you look at a sunset you look at a sunrise like you you go out on one of those incredibly clear nights and you just look up and you see all the stars and you're like man mm-hmm. god got it all together like it's amazing what he did mm-hmm. and yeah we we love when we see the details in a sculpture or a painting or in in nature even and we love to see all those fine details. And it's because somebody thought up those things and was like, this is going to make this even better. This is going to make the experience even more significant. And, I mean, God being God, why wouldn't he want to give us the details to enjoy and, and to embrace and to love and, and to, to cause us to ask questions and to have discussion with one another? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's such a, a beautiful thought. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I never th- thought about it that way. Like, yeah, could God have put those, put bones of 
strange giant animals in the earth in order to just have us ask questions yeah and and get us get us in conversation with one another. give give us something to make us feel like we have purpose right because mm-hmm. that's kind of what it comes down to as well like you've got whole trains of uh, of of uh, study that are dedicated to uncovering what's inside the earth and preserving what's inside the earth and and creating stories about what's inside the earth and and the thing is no matter how many skeletons we have we never we know we don't we don't really know like we we put flesh on dinosaurs but we don't really know that's what they look like we don't we don't know what kind of muscle was attached to them we don't know what kind of flesh was attached to them scales and feathers a lot of people attack think patterns. a lot of think they were fe- yeah attack pattern like we don't know any of that kind of yeah. stuff and and it's but it's fun to conjecture about it yeah well sure. i'm i'm a, i'm i play that D&D. Just shows our creativity I play Dungeons and Dragons on a regular basis, and I know I've I've talked in the past on on here about about it, but like nerd, it. I mean, thinking hey, of it from it. from a <laughs> world creator perspective, like yeah, like you'd have to have a lot of that in order for it to, I mean, oh, to be perfect. And I, and you were hesitating to to say made perfect yeah. in the beginning, but I think that they were. I think they were perfect beings. Yeah. I think that the Adam and Eve and, and the garden and the earth and everything was perfect. Yeah. Because God doesn't create anything less. Yeah. And we were allowed the opportunity to degrade it. Yeah. I mean, that that's really what happened. We've talked about that a little bit before in the past too, but I think that we were made perfect. I think mm-hmm. that, that humanity was perfect. And that's why we were allowed to walk with God. Mm. And then we decided to break that. Mm -hmm. And God then had to separate himself. Because there's a clear separation Mm -hmm. that's talked about. I mean, that he then separated. And we couldn't have been with him if we weren't perfect at the beginning. That's true. Only perfect people are going to heaven. Right. Mm. That's true, yeah. Right. Because you wear the righteousness of Christ, and that's how you get in, right? Right. That's your ticket. So, I mean, we with anything short of the righteousness of Christ, yeah. So, hey, great discussion today. Uh, whatever side you stand on, young earth, old earth, the, the truth is it all was created by God. I mean, that's, that's, that's the long and short of things, and... Uh, whether you are an apologist and you stand on scientific theory and all of that kind of stuff that's going to point back to, to billions of years, or if, if man, you're just cool with, I don't even care, like God created and that's what I want to stand on, that's what we have to, to recognize. God is an incredible artist. God paid attention to every single detail. And the really crazy thing is what he has in store for us beyond this life is far beyond anything we can even imagine. The detail, the beauty, the splendor, the magnificence of of our forever home, uh, which is in heaven, that's what he really desires from all of us. And so, you know, that's the truth, and this is the truth response. Can't wait to get back together again next time and uh, continue seeking the truth. And the mic has been dropped. God bless you all. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, 
Check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week and God bless.